0: minute math podcast will help parents answer the two big questions. Why is math taught differently today? And how can
1: I support my own child at home? We are your hosts, Jan and Colleen. We are two teachers (laughs) crazy for For math. math. We are sisters from a family of
0: 10. Both of us have families that include four math-loving children and two grandchildren, Together we have more than 50 years in education. We are on a mission to help parents use normal everyday routines such as bedtime, playtime, or mealtime as opportunities to build their children's number sense so that their children can find the joy, wonder, and beauty of mathematics.
1: So tell me Jan, why is this mission so important?
0: We are educators and we know a child's confidence in math can be life changing as these children develop interests that lead to college and even career opportunities.
1: We know you're busy, so we'll keep this weekly podcast short. Nobody has time for an hour-long podcast. Give us just 10 minutes a week and we promise to make it worth it. Now it's time for
0: you to take action. Click on subscribe to get notified every time a new podcast episode is released. And thank you so much for
1: making Math math fun.
0: 10-Minute Math, an equation for fun,
1: daily routines to make, math connections.
0: Welcome to our second episode of the 10-Minute Math Podcast. In this episode, we will explore changes that have been made to math instruction. We will discuss the use of 5 and 10 frames, and we will also discuss what the heck is a wreck and wreck. I heard this analogy from one of my favorite podcasters, Christina Tonevold. This is a big shout out to Christina for helping me build my math mind so that I can build the math mind of my students. When I say the word cat, what do you think of? Do you see the word with the three letters C A T or do you visualize the animal? To be a proficient reader, We want our children to not only memorize or say the words, we want them to associate the word with the meaning of the word. Reading isn't just about saying the words, it is about comprehending what the word means. Well, the same is true for math. When I say the number five, what do you see? Do you visualize the symbol for five that looks sort of like the letter S? Or do you visualize five objects? I see the number five. So do I. And if we want children to make sense of numbers, we hope that they will visualize five objects. I was just never taught that way. We
1: want children to see numbers now as a way to describe their world. One model that I did not learn in school, but is very popular now, is the use of five and ten frames. A five frame is a rectangle divided into five squares. And a 10 frame is a bigger rectangle with two rows of five squares. Students fill in the frames by placing counters or small objects in each square. This provides a visual image for students. Children start with a 5 frame because of the relationship to 10. 10 is significant because our whole number system is based on the number 10. Did you know
0: that Wisconsin just adopted some new math standards in 2021? And one of the new additions to the standards is spatial reasoning. This is the ability to see a group of dots and instantly know without counting how many dots are in the group. The standards call this subitizing or some people
1: pronounce it subitizing. So this is another change we have seen in schools already. Teachers are flashing groups of dots in front of students for two to three seconds and asking students how many dots they saw. The reason they are flashing these dot images is because they don't want students counting them one by one. Then students share how they figured out how many dots they saw. For example, they might see two dots on top and two dots on the bottom that reminded them of the four dots on a dice. They just know that two and two make four or they think about the four corners of a square.
0: Another visual model used in the Netherlands is the wreck and Wreck.
1: <laughs> so what in the heck is a wreck and Wreck?
0: I know, I love that name. Directly translated wreck and wreck means calculating frame. A mathematics curriculum researcher in Holland actually designed it to support the natural mathematical development of children and to help students develop strategies for addition and subtraction. I never use this tool as a student because I have never learned strategies for addition and
1: subtraction. I was just taught to memorize my facts. You know, the problem with memorizing everything is that not all children are really good at memorizing. If children learn a new strategy, they can visualize and they forget the answer, they can go back and use the strategy. If children memorize a math fact and forget the answer, they have no method for recalling the answer. Memorizing facts in isolation also doesn't allow our students to make connections in their brains to things that they already know. I know and I've heard that making connections in your brain is really
0: important. So a and Rec has counting beads in groups of 5 and 10 by color. I remember seeing an abacus in school that was used for counting and addition but it didn't have the same structure or colors. A and Rec will have one row of 10 beads. It includes five red beads followed by five white beads. If the Wreck and Wreck has two rows of beads, then the second row will be identical to the first row. A Wreck and Wreck can have as many rows as they want. This tool will be used to help children visualize numbers similar to the five and 10 frame. Students start with all the beads to the right side and then they slide over a specific number of beads to the left side to put them in play. If students want to show for example the number six they can slide the five red beads to the left and then one white bead to the left. Children instantly know that it is six beads because they know one more than five is six. If students want to learn the sum of six and six they can use the two rows and slide six beads to the left on the first row and six beads to the right to the left on the second row And notice that each row has a group of five plus one more. They can then think of it as two groups of five red beads, or 10, and then two extra white beads. So 10 and two make 12. So they understand that six plus six equals 12. Another name for that rec and rec that we hear today is
1: called a math rack. So we talked about the five and 10 frames, dot images, dot images, and the Wreck and Rec. Why are these new models and strategies being used in the math classroom? Well, you
0: maybe heard that the United States is not scoring as high as other countries on our international TIMS math tests. And we are looking at higher performing countries to find out what they are doing differently. We found out that these models and strategies we are introducing in the United States now are being used in higher performing countries. These tools are helping students to visualize math, which leads
1: to more connections and greater understanding. So as we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, when we say the number five, we want students to visualize a five frame filled with counters or a Reck and with five red beads. You are correct. It's all about making math visual. This podcast is about helping parents understand why math is taught differently than when they were in school. We would love to hear what questions you parents would like us to answer. Please add them in the comment section below this podcast. Also, hit that subscribe
0: button to be notified when our next podcast episode is released. Bye for now and thanks for
1: Making Making Math Fun!